everyone. Welcome to another Wild Gravity Travel Cast. My name is Jim from wildgravitytravels.com. Uh, some of you listening right now may know me as the guy to, that shows you all the track at Kings Island. Um, if that's why you've joined in and why you've discovered this podcast, that's fine. Welcome aboard. Uh, we're not talking too much Kings Island today, though. Thanks to a Twitter poll this past week, we're talking. Uh, we are talking about something in Kings Island's past. Um, but I'm joined today, more importantly, by Justin of Snapshots Made Yesterday. Uh, that's at Snapshots Made on Twitter, and I believe on Facebook as well. Correct? Yeah, it's uh, it is Snapshots Made Yesterday on Facebook and Instagram, gotcha. but Snapshots Made on Twitter because you know Twitter limits things. <laughs> <laughs> or they did at one point. There, well, you know. yes. True. Good <laughs> what, point. Uh, Good 280 point. characters. You can write half a book on there now. Um, but yeah, so welcome aboard, Justin, again. Uh, you were here back in May, I believe. Yep, with um, the Wildwood Grove preview. Oh, yes, yes. That's, that's correct. I. It doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it has right. been. Yeah, well, the season is winding down. We're literally, I mean, Disney's already having uh, Christmas events, so... Or not, sorry, Christmas event, well, uh, Halloween. May as well be. May as well be Christmas, yeah. Uh, Christmas is only held back at Disney because Halloween lasts until the end of October, so. Yes, yeah, although it, it continuously gets earlier, I feel like. Yeah, it does. Um, so, uh, Justin's back for a similar reason uh, for compared to the Wildwood Grove earlier in the year. This time, Justin is now an official... Dollywood Insider. Um, so he's part of an exclusive group. And uh, Justin, I'll let you go ahead and tell us what a Dollywood Insider is charged with doing. Well, a Dollywood Insider gets to go inside Dollywood. Oh, I is there more to that. that? No, I'm just kidding. I, yes. I <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. so uh, as part of a Dollywood Insider, I get to – I mean we promote – Dollywood, of course, but then it gives us a few more opportunities to go and do some back uh, behind the scenes things. But we write for the Dollywood Insider blog, which is a kind of a branch off of the Dollywood blog and get to write with our own experiences and kind of maybe get to experience a few different things. We get to pitch ideas for um, topics to write about, and it's a panel of people that do that for a whole year. And it's pretty cool. If you haven't checked it out, um, you can go to Dollywood Insiders and, and see the different things that they they get to write about. So we're ramping up. Uh, everything kind of kicks off next month in September. Awesome. And now, so will you be going back to Dollywood in September? Uh, I'm hoping to. There's <laughs> no requirement, you know, with them to have to go back um, – they want you to try to go like to some media events and stuff, which makes sense because right. that's how, you know, you can, you're able to help spread word with that. Um, but my, I would go every weekend if I lived close enough. We're, we're only four hours, you know, four, four and a half hours away. So we would go <laughs> right. every weekend, but, oh, it would just, it would become tiring. Well, it would become a job, I suppose, at that point. So we're not we're not at that point. And I would probably lose my job if I continued. To right. So. <laughs> so Under, understandable. Yeah. No. Um, OK, so. Can you give us any? Well, let's let's talk about the orientation experience. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you went down there for that and. That's kind of why I ended up reaching out to you again about being on the show. I thought that was something exciting and different. We uh, don't hear many podcasts talking to Dollywood insiders very often. So uh, tell us a little bit about that orientation weekend. I know you got to stay in Dreammore, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, they put us put us in Dreammore, which is absolutely beautiful. If If you haven't stayed, I highly recommend it. It's just – it's a place that – you could spend a day without even going to the park, but to me, that's just insane because I want to go to the park. So, but it's got, you know, they have the spa, they have their dinner there, which I have not tried. 
uh, it and a really nice outdoor pool. And our son had a blast mm. in the pool. Um, but the orientation wise was just, you know, paperwork. I mean, it was an orientation. Okay. You know, going over everything that that's to be expected because it's really the only time that we're all together. Gotcha. Other than maybe some media events, but that's like the only time that we're all put together. So then we got to tour the water park, which I have never been to. Have you ever been, Jim? Oh yes, I. Um, I have. I have never been to the do- to the uh, Splash Country. Yes, never. It's a wonderful water park. I actually had a chance to go a few times. One year, uh, happened to be in the area for some side work stuff I was doing there for another company. So I was put up there for a month and a half ish, I think. Oh, and wow. we ended we ended up going a few times. And uh, I love the water park. And then of course the next year they announced the water coaster. So I never got to go back since the water coaster's <laughs> been put there. But I really want to. It's it was a really fun water park uh, when we were there last and I'm gonna say that was probably two thousand nine. So it's and, been a while. Yeah, it's massive. That place of course, you know, Dollywood feels so large because of it it's enclosed everywhere and then of course the water park is so you just i mean it's like out of every corner that's just oozing these water rides or a pool or something and right it's like well i know what i'm at least coming out once next year to do is go go check out the water park i and i fully expect now this is nothing that they said but i figure they'll probably add another ride or two water ride Especially since Silver Dollar City has announced their water ride, mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm like, okay, there's probably one coming to Dollywood. I would assume. Yeah, uh, I, uh, you know, I could, they, I could see that. They did sort of lose a water ride, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know some people won't call uh, the Sidewinder a water <laughs> ride, but. But some would. So, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. going to be interesting to see what they do. Uh, and I did like that you were tagging us and sharing all of those little construction things happening in the backside of Wildwood Grove, which we'll still call phase two for now. Yes. And it's, you know, the pictures just kind of look like everything's sitting there. But they were over because we were there the weekend before. And then, of course, the weekend of orientation. And it's. I mean, they're they are moving. They are really moving along with whatever is going over there. I mean, if they're just putting storage they're they are moving. So it'll be interesting to see this, you know, especially this time next year, what they move, what is there. But especially when park opens again in March. Right. I'm curious to see what what is happening. Yep. But we were not given any, you know, nothing has been released um to us but i'm i'm excited for what's happening whether whether or not i'm a dollywood insider when things happen at dollywood i don't care i just want to know what's <laughs> going on so, don't we all yeah um oh yes i will say too you know i've always had this theory and wildwood grove i don't know exactly when that announcement happened last year it was around this time but well i said it was around this time they did they did the big media event. Right, right. Now, but, here's my thing: is what if maybe it's a maybe it's a fan dream? What if uh, um, Pete and his team, Wes and all of them, are sitting on their hands and they're going to sit on their hands until mid September? Let everybody get their announcements out because we've got Six Flags about to announce. Cedar Fair is out of the closet; they're ready and and and. Sh- they're building nothing but water rides and Orion, uh, really. And uh, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, Six Flags is about to be revealed. The sea, the Bush Gardens and Sea World parks are pretty much out there, or you know, at least somewhat out there. And all, and you know, their sister park or brother park, whatever their other park, Silver Dollar City, is out there. I mean, part of you thinks, well, maybe they should have announced when Silver Dollar City did, but then again. Nobody's really expecting anything from Dollywood. So right. we could be getting an infrastructure year next year at Dollywood. We could also get a surprise. I would say I'm going to lean that it's 80% infrastructure. But 
at the rate Dolly's been adding rides and lands, maybe they're looking at some little surprise thing. Maybe they're looking at some refurb that needs to be done. I mean, I don't think anybody would protest letting GCI come back in and kind of make uh, Thunderhead a little smoother than it is these days. <laughs> um, Woo, yeah. Yeah, Thunderhead is definitely a fitting name for that one. I love it, but whoa. It used to, be, used to be so much smoother than it is now. It's um, sadly has aged a lot. And um, yeah, so uh, yeah, so what kind of uh, did they give you guys any insight on when you're going to do some behind the scenes stuff or anything like that? No, everything is still being nailed down like for um, when our stuff is going to be due uh, for the blog. So that's still being nailed down. We're just kind of we're kind of in the hurry up and wait phase um, of just when everything is happening. So okay. we kind of have a heads up on stuff, but not, you know, on date wise, but that's all the, the minor things, you know, the different festivals. Uh, I don't think they even have the official open date for March yet. No, so, I wouldn't expect you know, that yet. Um, I, I, fully expect them to start bumping it back just a little bit more every few years in March. Uh, I don't know if they'll ever be a 12 month, but I think they're going to get pretty close. Right. I mean, they're pretty close already. Yeah. You know, but for, for where uh, they are. Yeah. For where I they mean, are. there's just so much they can add things almost like a, you know, like Disney, just, they keep adding all those anytime there's, they feel like it's even slow. Let's just have a run Disney event. So it's going to, you know, <laughs> oh, it's kind of that I I feel like it might be like that at Dollywood. But, I mean, and I don't mean that in any mean way because no. they're nothing. They are not greedy. I don't, I really don't feel that way, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Like you said, I, it's kind of almost like they're doing, letting everybody else be the distraction so that they can get stuff done. Before they announce and go, oh, guess what? <laughs> and then pull it out. Right. Now, um, so one more thing, and then we'll move on. The uh, Have they given you any insight, date range, month range, to any sort of media events we should expect? Like, are they – I know that I was kind of disappointed. Um, last year, we went down there for, towards the end of August, around this time, about a week or so ago. Uh, last year for a like end of summer media event and there wasn't one this year which is fine because you know a lot more media events in the spring with wildwood grove and i imagine they were a lot busier because of that right um but any insights into whether we're gonna have like a great pumpkin luminites or fall harvest festival or christmas event maybe well we know I, media events i have no idea they haven't told us anything. We know we're going to have the Illuminites is coming back, the Pumpkin Illuminites, and the Christmas is coming back. The dates right, on those, I'm not sure. But media event-wise, no. Okay. I haven't been given that. Yeah. All right. It, that's why I'm kind of – it's kind of one of those things, like I feel like you, something is almost in the works. And it's right. like – you know what I mean? And they're the kind stall, of going the stall is oh, on. Yeah. So we're gonna we want to do something. We just don't really know when we're ready to tell that. Right. So well, yeah. Because we went through spring with so many media invites from them. I mean, we had the opening day excitement oh yeah. and then with the construction update in the mud and everything else. And then we had the previews for you guys and then you know of course a week later or so i was down there for the um official media event you know it was like it was like one thing after another down there and then summer hit and it just went quiet yeah and every there's they're just they're riding it it's um i mean wildwood grove has done incredible i think right. just for oh yeah um, i mean you talk about raising the bar for Dollywood. It's, it's just incredible to go through it and then just be like, well, there's no place to go, but up literally, because I still think this is just me speaking myself, not as a Dollywood insider. I still think they'll put something up top of the mountain 
and put a train stop up there. I still, that's something I've always said. One day, you're going to be able to ride the train up, and there's going to be something up top. So, All right. You know. That's a good place to leave Dollywood for now, I guess. There you go. All you right. heard it first from me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um... All right, so you ran a Twitter poll. And... Yeah, how did you like that? Did that oh. drive you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not really. It was kind. Of, it was entertaining, but we're actually gonna we're gonna talk about the winner of the second Twitter poll first. So we're gonna discuss um, Tomb Raider at Kings Island. I assume that did it say at Kings Island on the poll? Yeah, I put Kings. I. I couldn't fit at in there, but yes, Tomb Raider Kings Island. Okay, yes. okay, because there were different Tomb Raiders, but the one at Kings Island was the best. If anybody yes. wants to disagree with me that was on all of them, that's fine. Leave a comment. We'll discuss it later. Um, <laughs> uh, but this is a, I mean, Tomb Raider at Kings Island, this was a heavily themed, totally immersive dark ride adventure, and that's straight from... Uh, Jeff Siebert himself in a promo video. Those of you who haven't uh, seen the promo video, I know, Justin, you have not. We will try to find it for you on YouTube yes. after that recording. Um, but this is straight from Jeff Siebert, who at the time was the head of marketing at Kings Island. The, dare I say, best marketing person Kings Island has ever had up, into, up to and including right now, my oh. opinion. My Ooh. opinion, sorry, sorry, little shade, I know, sorry. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying Jeff Siebert went on to become the president and general manager of Six Flags Fiesta Texas. Ah, see, where, yeah. Where, where he currently is today. So, and I know they've got an exciting time coming up with announcement day, which we're recording this, for those of you who are listening after the fact, obviously, uh, we're recording this on August 28th. Uh, Six Flags announcement day is tomorrow, August 29th. So um, bright and early at 6 a.m. And we'll try to have all the posts online for that. Okay, little side promo. I guess that was a <laughs> shameless plug. Um, but anyway, Tomb Raider, Kings Island. I mean, now, for those of you who know thrill rides and flat rides, as they're called, Tomb Raider was the world's largest top spin. Uh, and for those of you don't know what a top spin is you should have been playing roller coaster tycoon oh man yeah <laughs> but so basically the top spin uh style ride and it was actually programmed with the music to uh you know go into the lava boiling lava pits which was just you know water lit in red but it was still cool looking and then you know uh razor sharp icy stalactites um so like you went to the ceiling and there was like this ice kind of hanging down glowing and then you went to like the the treasure chamber and uh it had a pre-show i mean it was a very very disney-like ride for it, such yes. for such a regional park um and i know i'm rambling on this and this was your poll so i'll let you go ahead <laughs> well, <laughs> tell no, me no, what I... you know about tomb raider because i know a lot i mean this quickly became one of my favorite rides at the park I... yeah and I don't know anything, you know, you know the technical aspect of it. I just know as a rider, and I remember going, I was in high school, and I don't remember, what what year did it open? Do you remember? 2001-ish? Was it 2001? So I went... Maybe it was a little later. I don't, I don't know. I would have gone in like 2002 or 2003, and we went up with, I went up with some friends, and I remember waiting in the queue... And I, I bet you we waited an hour and a half for this 2002, thing. sorry. 2002. So I, I must have gone when it was fairly brand new then, because I either went in 2002 or 2003. Wow. So, but I mean, it was, that thing blew me away. It was, it was just incredible. I had never ridden anything like it. So it was just one of those when I was coming up with this ridiculous pole you can call it uh, <laughs> that was that's always that's one of the top rides i always think of of tomb raider and then of course it's sad demise that's like into nothing now yeah that just kind of got what what ride was put over top of it and it just kind of had the well, entrance there 
It was, well, see, they kept the whole system. They kept the ride system. They kept the ride itself. The problem was is that when Cedar Fair purchased the parks, it was no longer allowed to keep the license of Tomb Raider. Right, because it, so it became the crib? Separate? The, <laughs> the crypt. <laughs> the crypt! Okay, okay. Yeah, the crib sounds like some place you drop off your kids so that you can go ride the big posters. <laughs> oh, uh, my. <laughs> I mean, if you want to drop them, I mean, or, I mean, maybe it's a, a different part of Cincinnati. That's the crib, <laughs> you know. Oh, uh, yeah. So. I, I hope there's nobody over there from, you know, that's listening. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll gladly go over to anybody's crib. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah. That, that's uh, It became the crypt in 2008, but basically by then, of course, we had lost a lot of the theming and a lot of the uh, oh, referen- yeah. obviously references. They had to make a different uh, – yeah. Um, actually, the name change coincided with a change in theme. As many film aspects of the original ride were removed, the Dura Goddess statue in the heart of the tomb – a feature in the line queue was painted over. The ride's water and fog effects were removed permanently, and the giant topspin 77-seat gondola was reduced in size with the removal of the first row of seats, reducing the capacity by one-third. Oh, my gosh. The ride performed a nine-inversion cycle like its sister ride at King's Dominion for the 2008 season and a month of the 2009 season. Beginning in 2009, the ride was reprogrammed to perform a less intensive cycle with only two inversions. Half the number previously performed when it was known <laughs> as Tomb Raider the Ride. When it was Tomb Raider the Ride, it had four inversions. That was the, that was the thing. Oh my God. Now, what, I, I, what a waste of, I mean, now, why? I will, I will say that I do know that the first row of seats were removed because Tomb Raider the Ride had a mechanical nightmare. It was basically... It was basically to the point that it was down half the day, at least every day. Oh, which may be also I, why you yes. were waiting in line a long time. I, uh, probably so, because I remember we we did get to ride at that time, and I think we went back to ride it. It was either that day, or I had been back again, and it was down. I and just and yep. I only rode it. I rode it once or twice, but otherwise it was always down. Yeah. So yeah, that was, it, you know, they wanted to reduce the weight, and they figured that by reducing the weight, they could reduce the wear and tear. Um, so now we have a, uh, uh, and I don't even think it's called that anymore. Um, it is now present day. The building is used for um, the well, what it was used for the cavern of terror, cavern of terror, but now it's a different haunt attraction. Uh, every year during haunt. So it sits empty. The queue sits empty. It sits there rotting. I mean, dare I say, it's a big eyesore if there's nothing in it that really of substance. Right. I mean, and I get it. It's cool to have a haunt in there, but, you know, there's other things to use it for. <laughs> I actually had the chance to go through the haunt. I believe last year it was the one where they were giving you, like, the flashlights, and you had to keep the flashlights on the floor. Now, it was pretty cool because I peeked my flashlight up a couple times. Ooh, shame on me. <laughs> Breaking the rules. Um, and I looked up. The ride system is gone. The ride, the parts, everything up there is gone. The gondola is gone. The ride system is gone. You can and do walk past certain control booths, and you feel yourself walking down into the pit where the gondola hung. So you feel like yourself going in on that loading platform, and then wow. they've, they've built steps, and you go down the steps, and you're down in under where the ride would have been. Which is pretty cool just in that aspect to walk past some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that used to exist. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. And, I, and I know that. Do you remember the action theater uh, on the other side of the park near the racer? Uh, yes. Yes. yes SpongeBob movie where he was chasing the pickle? Yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> well, you were there in 2002, so I know they had the SpongeBob movie. Um. Yeah, because before it was the, uh, what was, oh, it was the, oh my gosh, like the Indianapolis 500. I can't think of what it was. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, it is, it's a a haunt called Urgent Scare, and you walk through there and you walk right past the control booth. You uh, walk on a couple places where like the seats and the compressor room used to be for the seats that move and all of that. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they've gutted two great attractions that once were for the paramount days and they're just haunts so 
I have to, I will have to ask you, do you miss the Paramount days? Uh, in some forms, yes. Am I a traditionalist KI fanboy that, you know, hates Cedar Fair for taking my park away? No, no. <laughs> Cedar Fair has, Cedar Fair has done nothing but improve that park since they bought it. I, and, and I agree from what, now, I have not been up there since Cedar Fair took it over. Uh, I don't believe, but it's when from did, what I can see. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I, was it, it was in because two thousand seven, two thousand eight was the transition year. Yeah, and it might have been then. I have been there since Paramount left. I guess, see, my t- my timeline is all messed up, but I don't know. I couldn't tell you when it was. It was probably then, right okay. as that transition was happening, because I got. You know, I went in there and it was just like they walked by and ripped the names off of all these rides yeah. that I knew. And I was just going, what is – and it was so sad looking. What is going on? Right, and it has come back. I mean it took a while to change it over. And I can understand why some people hated Cedar Fair for buying the Paramount Parks because this is literally like right after Cedar Fair had done nothing but – buy a park called Geauga Lake in Northeast Ohio and rip oh. it to shreds, sh- ship off all the coasters to other places and then, and then shut it down. And oh, that's a, go- that, that's a whole two hour conversation there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Cause that was my home park. <laughs> <laughs> now that I am upset at Cedar fair for <laughs> still to this day. Um, I mean, because my the coasters that I rode first as a kid, all of the coasters, like literally number one through ten on my coaster count, are now either in the scrapyard or spread out among like five different parks. Yeah. And uh-huh. another one just got added to the scrapyard thanks to Kings Island throwing Firehawk into the garbage. Oh, uh, well, yeah. All right. Well, that's Tomb Raider. There you go, folks. Your your poll prayers have been answered. <laughs> Uh, we are going to take a quick break for that fun little commercial everybody loves to listen to me talk through, I guess, recorded. I recorded a long time ago. Thank you for listening. For those of you who listen through, who uh, subscribe and everything, I really appreciate it. Uh, and especially through like the little sponsorship commercial, I appreciate the penny you contribute to my account. Because <laughs> it's literally about what I get per listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to be right back after this. And we're back. All right. Um, so I'm going to jump right back into this. We've got two more things we want to go through. I guess I should have teased this at the beginning. Hopefully you all are still with us, haven't fallen asleep, or I don't know, whatever, crashed your car. Please don't crash your car if you're listening oh to my. us on the road. Yeah. <laughs> I know, that was kind of, that was kind of morbid. Yeah. Um, but we're going to talk about Disney+, Plus because that was the result of the first poll that Justin so – uh ambitious initiative he took the initiative and ran these polls there you that go. were not sanctioned by me but it's okay because it made for a, a longer more fun podcast and i had to stop <laughs> i had to stop for a minute to say tell myself to say more fun because i'm one of those people that likes to say funner uh and people don't like it when i say funner it's okay embrace who you are embrace who you well, are these days, people think I'm saying something not so pleasant when I'm saying funner. Oh, well. So I have to, you know, enunciate the ends. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're going to talk about Disney Plus, and then we're going to talk about D23. So, Justin, why don't you talk about Disney Plus? Sure. I said that I would mention Disney Plus, so I'm mentioning Disney Plus. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's Next topic? It. No, I'm. <laughs> All right. Well, to keep things short and to keep from boring everybody, I mean, hopefully they're not too bored. Why did it? Why did it win anyway? That's what I want to know. Why didn't we talk about nobody? I there was one vote for Disney on the moon, which was totally made up. But I was gonna say when we're, I I went looking for that for a minute. I was like, wait, what did I miss? Oh, I wonder if how many people searched for it. That's pretty good. I should have run like a little like, thing. You should have registered a website and everything for that. You could have gotten oh. like 
five dollars from Google. That'd have been pretty good, yeah. Um, so the exclusive Disney Plus originals. Oh, actually, before we go through that, I do want to mention uh, for any of you who are listening between now and the end of Labor Day 2019, in case anybody listens to this in three years from now and goes, "Oh my God, a deal!" Uh, <laughs> Um, Disney Plus, just Disney Plus, is $140 uh, for three years. And I know this sounds like a plug, like I'm selling them. Maybe they should pay me a commission. There you uh, go. But they are $140, and basically that's like paying $70 a year for two years. That's just how they're promo- promoing it. It's $70 per year for the next two years. And then if you buy those two years right now, for the 142 with taxes or whatever, you get the third year free. So you get Disney Plus for three years for $142. It's actually a pretty good deal. It irons out to about $3.92 a month. Yeah. It's, it is so clever what they're doing with it that I'm, I am really curious to see what Netflix does. Right. Because, you for know, sure. it's like you, you have to do the opposite. So what is, what's Netflix going to do? Because it's just, yep. I, mean, I mean, they have the, what the stuff that they have is just like, what, what do you do? Right. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they've got all of those IPs that you've been, that you've, you know, that you've attached yourself to. And then they've got some of these very random shows and like these revivals. And we're going to go through it here in just a second. I will also say, too, though, if you're not interested in that deal that ends, um, at the end of Labor Day weekend, or at the end of Monday of Labor Day, Labor Day itself, whatever. Um, they've got uh, another deal which was announced first. It's going to be like twelve ninety five or something like that per month, and you actually get ESPN Plus, Hulu Plus, and Disney Plus in the trio. So again, like you said, I really want to know what Netflix is going to do because Disney is really trying to put the stamp on streaming right yes. now. Like they're well, locking and, it down. And I mean, you get Hulu without commercials and Hulu is a great platform. They may not have all of the exclusive shows that Netflix does, but then you also, you cater to the sports fan because the sports fan gets ESPN stuff. And then you cater to the Disney side of things or your kids. If you have kids or your family, you've got all this stuff. Not only do you have all these new shows that are coming, these new original shows, but I've been told or read that you're getting like all of the old animated movies Available to stream whenever you want. Yeah, it's, I mean, my understanding, it's like the Disney vault online. I mean, that's kind of, it's just everything. Yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. And my other question is, since I get Hulu through Sprint, which is my phone carrier, is Disney buying Sprint? That's my other question. Oh, no. You know, what's funny is uh, when I worked at Disney, we had Nextel phones. I mean, provided to us as managers and, you know, just different places you had, you worked, you had, you had Nextel phones and then, you know, Sprint Nextel was a thing. And I was like, okay, now they're, they're kind of talking to each other a lot. No (laughs) pun intended. I guess they're communications companies. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting because I do know that Disney has their hands greatly in Apple right now. Like their board members are very shared across both companies. Right. Um, so yeah. There's some stuff, there's some fishy things there, but I don't think Disney wants to go too exclusive with anybody because um, they want to keep everybody happy that, you know, in communications. And I mean, you don't want to say, oh, let's cater to the Apple people and then all of us, hi, that's me, Google fanboys, go, oh, well, why are they doing that? Right. That's exactly. Not me. So, yep. So, talking about these originals, I'll let you ramble a little on the first one because I know you want to. Uh, so these originals, we'll just go through them and kind of you can say yes, definitely, maybe, not sure, never heard of it. Well, I just the only thing I'll say about Star Wars: The Mandalorian, absolutely, yes, absolutely, yeah, I am ready. And that's the one where we get you and McGregor back, correct? I believe so. Okay. I think that's what they ended up saying. I, I think that's what they're. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, we're getting a Disney Lady in the Tramp movie. I guess that's their live action Lady in the Tramp. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yep. I I think this could be good, though, because I mentioned it as well that, like, I feel like Disney Plus could end up being Disney's version of uh, 
Like, this is the new age of Disney. Remember when Disney was obsessed with saying, we made this movie, it's straight to DVD. Oh, boy. Yes. This yeah, is it's going to be straight to Disney Plus. Yep. 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 And this is I agree. First. I think this is the first one. The next one I'm actually very excited for. I'm not sure if you've seen the trailer. It is called Noel. I it's really interesting looking. I'm I'm curious. Huh. I'm an Anna Kendrick fan, so I'm all in here. There uh, you go. And it's supposedly for those who haven't seen the trailer briefly, it's um Santa's sister tells Santa, well, her brother Saint Nick, who is like the son of the original Santa, is how the story seems to be looking. Uh, that he needs to just go take a, a break, go take a vacation, and then he leaves permanently, and she has to go find him and save Christmas, and da 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 da. Oh. Typical Christmas story, but that's you know it, it looks good. Yeah. Um, next up, we have the one I'm probably most against: Disney's <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series. No, thank you. Next. Amen. Because, <laughs> and you're probably saying that because you never liked High School Musical. I actually was a fan of High School Musical, and I hate the fact that they're trying to revive this again. Like, please just let it die. It was good. It gave us Zac Efron. That's plenty. Yeah, it was the the first movie. Okay, I'll give you that. I need, uh, okay, but yeah, let's just keep going. <laughs> right. Um, the next one I know nothing about. Uh, it's called the Marvel Hero Project. I don't. The next quite a few I really don't know anything about. Oh, but they're all interesting. You know, it's yeah. just. I do know something about the next one. The world according to Jeff Goldblum. Now, all, I like Jeff Goldblum. So all I would... in. He's such a fun personality. He's yes. all over the place. Um, did you see the video that was going around of him like? them telling him that Tom Holland and Spider-Man were no longer going to be part of the MCU, and he was, like, devastated. Yes. <laughs> and he's His like, reaction like he is just, pretty good. just found out. Like, like, how are you just finding out? But, I, I don't know. Encore? Not a clue what the heck that is. I, I have no idea. Uh, Into the Unknown, making Frozen 2. I guess that means we're getting the DVD feature early. Yeah, you know that's what that's that sounds like. That's what's going to be on the Blu-ray is oh here's how we drew it or here's how the computer drew it. Yippee! Hey, just let it go. Uh pun intended. Um, old <laughs> overused joke. I know. Boo. Uh, Disney's Monsters at Work. I'm hoping that is like a cartoon series. Surely. I uh, like with the characters. I don't I don't need you to bring back Billy Crystal for this. Uh we can have some other monsters. I'm okay with that. Which is probably what it is. I right. I have a feeling, but uh, we'll see. Uh Disney Timmy failure, mistakes were made, not a clue. Nope. On division. It's a not Marvel a Studios, but otherwise I don't know. <laughs> the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, now that could be good but i think we need the original actors in for that yes yeah so fingers crossed uh star wars the clone wars yay uh, yeah that one, I, i'm glad I they're that, bringing it back i thought that was already a th i was gonna say i thought that was already a thing the marvel studios what if uh, sure okay nope. what yep. if what if what we if, knew what? what if we knew what this was about <laughs> yeah <laughs> we could talk about it more um, and sure. Loki, I have actually heard that Tom Hiddleston is already back in for that. Well, good. At so, least some uh, good news. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Loki is back to be Loki. Great. Um, and then, I guess, oh, you get 30 seasons of The Simpsons, everyone. Because, Hooray. Because if you live in Orlando, that's got to be really awkward that you can watch The Simpsons on Disney and then go ride their ride <laughs> at Universal. <laughs> I so. I still I have mixed feelings about that. I really do. Oh, it's just so. It's like you're. It's not even your child. Why yeah. are you taking it? <laughs> because it's Disney and they must rule the world. Yes. Um. Okay. Speaking of Disney and rule the world, we're gonna keep talking about Disney because now they're ruling our podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh. Let's see. Give me just a second. 
All right, so we're going to go for like another 10 minutes, so hang in there if you're listening. I promise. I hope this one's more entertaining than last podcast when I got a little bitter with Brian about everything going down with Kings Island and stuff. <laughs> I, I, I got a little edgy. I, I admit that. Maybe I was a little unprofessional. Maybe I was a little salty. Uh, it happens. We've all been salty in our lives, and if you haven't, then you haven't been living. <laughs> That's what I say. That's okay. one way to look at it. There you go. <laughs> um, so, Justin, I haven't let you talk all that much. I feel bad about that. Oh, no, no. It's fine. Um, hit me with something. What do you want to talk about? Disney World, Disneyland? Well, what, uh, what came out that probably was somewhat exciting from the D23 Expo, um, but also kind of like a, okay, why, was um, – one, Dick Van Dyke coming out on stage was pretty cool. I would have loved to have been in the audience to have seen that. But, right. So, yeah, we're, getting, we're finally getting some type of Mary Poppins attraction in Epcot. But why did it take so long? Yeah. Why? We could have <laughs> had that 10 years ago. All or, the movies have been made, and now you're done, and now, now we're I, gonna... <laughs> Yeah. And I, but I know also, you know, there's that transition going on. Once Frozen came out, and they were like, "Oh, we're going to be making money off of this like crazy," but then Moana came out, and it it was really big, and they didn't do anything with it. But now it's coming to Epcot. You know, it's just kind of like, oh, it was. It's like, well, it's like riding a ride. There were the ups and downs. You could hear, you hear sure. it going, "Hooray!" But I'm not understanding. Hooray! Okay. All right. Walt so statue at Epcot. Okay. Yo, you mean the one where he's sitting there looking at that, going, "What the hell are you doing to my original ideas?" Yeah, I. That's another <laughs> one where I kind of have a, a mixed. I'm like, okay, that's cool. That is um, going to be the most memed statue. Oh my! In you the are world, not kidding. When it debuts, it's going to be not kidding. And as a former cast member of Spaceship Earth, uh, both the current one. And the one before it, uh, when it was kind of in shambles, uh-huh. uh, I am so tired of them redoing Spaceship Earth. Like, can we just keep Spaceship Earth the way it is for a while? Like, <laughs> leave it alone. Like, I feel like they st- just when they finish the last one, they go, oh, we should have done this. Well, that's yeah. great. Do it in 30 years from now, not five. I like Judy Dench, too. Yep. A lot of people so, do. I like Jeremy Irons. Oh, that, yeah. His, yeah. His voice, you just, like, okay, I'll ride this for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, since you opened the, opened the, the shoebox there, I guess. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, first, let's talk about the worlds, because now there are worlds. Oh, my world. God. <laughs> We have World Showcase. Hey, that one actually already exists. Awesome. Well, uh, thankfully, oh, they didn't change it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but there's no Brazil. Shout out to the most unscrupulous source on the internet. Oh, my. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no news for you today. Um, so World Showcase already exists. That's awesome. They're going to ruin its night show, but that's awesome. Uh <laughs> World Discovery, okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's on that side where you know we're basically going to build Disney Quest again inside of a park. Right. Uh, uh, we just tore down Disney Quest for an NBA thing that doesn't look any bit of fun, unless I guess you like basketball enough to pay thirty-five dollars <laughs> to play basketball. Ooh, no, thank you. It's like high school all over again. There. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, oh, you got to go to the. Never mind. Uh, so World Discovery is going to have, like, Test Track, the new Mission Space restaurant, Mission Space, Rest in Peace Horizons. I'm required to say that at all times. Uh, and uh, whatever this Guardians coaster is going to be, which is probably going to be the best thing in World Discovery, let's be honest. Yes. Then we have World Celebration, which is basically that central area. Hopefully they're not removing that big fountain, but I have this gut feeling that eventually they're going to tell us they're removing the big fountain. Um so yeah, we'll see. The, some of the the preliminary uh, photos are interesting in that area there. Agreed. It's kind of hard. It's like they purposefully said, when you go to paint this, just mess up in the middle. And yeah, that way we can't we don't have to <laughs> explain anything. Well, <laughs> I'm a fan of saying too, like when Disney comes out and they say, oh, this transformation will take the next five years. 
Disney doesn't even know what they're going to do yet. They're just right. like, hey, this is a good idea. Oh, look at that's a great picture you made, Joe. Let's post that one. And then and then five years later, you're like, this looks nothing like the original yeah. picture. That's why I keep telling people that are all excited. You got all these Universal fanboys. They're excited for Epic Universe, and I'm like, don't hold your breath yet. It's that's that's, that's the first just, one. Yeah. I'll, I'll let me have my son draw you a picture, and we'll see how it compares to what actually is going to be there. <laughs> I mean, the Universal fanboy has hated on me for saying that. And you know what, though? The first time I saw an artist concept of Revenge of the Mummy at Universal Orlando, it went outside. It was in the building and then went outside of the building and then came back in the building. Oh, and, that would have been cool. Oh, it was cool. But the Jaws fans uprose the first time and stopped Jaws from being closed. There you go. So uh, back to Epcot. Yes, like you said, the Mary Poppins ride, it took way too long. Um, it's a little sad to me because it looks like it's going to take over that little quiet square hidden. Yes. Oh, the hidden square of 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 Epcot. Uh, it's in the I guess United that means Kingdom. the Beatles are gone. Um, yeah, and that's the other. Um, we knew Ratatouille was coming, so that's cool. Uh, and then we've got a Beauty and the Beast sing-along. Sure, whatever. It's air-conditioned. There you go. Um, Canada. Now, that one's a little sad because I do like the Martin Short film. Did you ever see yeah. the Martin Short film? Yes. Okay. He's he got looks, fast, fast he looks so young. <laughs> <laughs> he does indeed. Yeah. Uh, now, yep. what do you think is, do you think Moana is replacing? Nothing. Nothing. I think it's its own thing. I hope so. Cause I, my initial thing, well, to start with was, oh my gosh, they're getting rid of the land. That's what I thought to start <laughs> with. Oh, it's going to replace the land. And then I thought, Oh, maybe it's replacing Finding Nemo. Is that what's going to go in there I've now? Heard is, I've heard. I've heard Nemo is the. It'll be a walkthrough, and then they won't have to worry about managing the ride system. You'll just go in there. And I'm like, Disney has a hard enough time getting people to go in there when it's not New Year's Eve or Fourth <laughs> of July and not slammed. So I don't know. You know how. Nemo was one of the most popular franchises when they opened Nemo because I was there and people lined up for it for a week or so and then they were gone. And that's it. Yep. That was and it. It's... Everybody went, everybody ran into the park and went, oh, gotta go to Nemo first. And then uh, about a week, and, week or two later, everybody went back to, oh, go to Soren. Everybody go to Soren. And once, yeah, once Finding Dory came out, it was busy yep. for a few days and now it's back to the just whatever. At least with Epcot, we can be happy that the tombstones, I mean, the pictures are gone from the front of the park. <laughs> I'm surprised. I know we're talking about Epcot, but it was real. I still felt like everything was so hush-hush on Star Wars. At yeah. least with the Star Wars land. It was like bizarre that yep. it wasn't, everything wasn't talked up. So what is that a tribute to? Is it because it didn't you know, California didn't blow up, but or is it well, because we're just waiting on the next run? I think that's it. Like a lot of people have mentioned, I feel like they're going to down continue to downplay Star Wars until Star Wars is done. And Star Wars isn't going to be done until that next ride opens, Rise of the Resistance. And I think when Rise of the Resistance is opened, I don't like to take sides in any argument, but the Universal fanboys are going to have to eat their words a little bit because it's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, I it's I it's just going to be something to see because I everything is so, you know, like you said, downplayed that I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's like the calm before the storm, because once it happens, what is oh, yeah. going to happen? <laughs> I mean, ooh, we won't even be able to get into the park, I would say, uh, um... which is fine. Which, since you opened the gate for Star Wars, let's close on that. There you go. All but right. But not the Star Wars you might want to close on. How oh. about the captive experience of Star Wars? You don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm not sure. Go ahead. The, keep telling the me. Star Wars Hotel. Oh, my gosh. Now I know what you're Yes, yes. Now, um, it is a two-day experience. Yes. It is $3,300 a person based on w double occupancy. Yes. It is an adventure. You get your own lightsaber. I've read that. Um, you 
basically make your own decisions as you go through the hotel. Um, and you could run into Kylo, you could run into the First Order, and other places, and you do get EMH at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge one night of your stay. But, my like, my thing is, I if I'm going and I'm staying at this hotel, I'm not going to want to leave. Right. Oh, for I, sure. Why am I even, why would I even go outside I, unless they're going to put me in a bus where with blackened windows where I just feel like I'm in a star speeder or something and go straight there? I don't, I'm not going to want to leave. I'm just going to want to be immersed in it for the whole thing. That's well, and, and for that price, you well, want to get the, every second out of it too, so... Yeah, you better believe that. Oh my! I don't, when even I know, saw that I, I don't know that I'm going to bed. I'm going. I'm like I'm going to take a nap <laughs> and then I'm going to get back up at 3 a.m. and I'm going to go. Ky- I'm going to go hunting Kylo Ren at 3 a.m. Yes. Be like, where yeah. is this guy? <laughs> I, the when I saw the prices for it, I was just like, okay, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Because you won't see me there. I don't believe. <laughs> no. You won't see us for a while either, if not, if at all. I do think Disney might be moving themselves onto something here, though. They are going to try to do the cruise experience, the cruise line experience, the all-inclusive, because your food is included there. You know, and that kind of starts yes. to make a difference. Your food, your different experiences, your pictures, everything's included in that experience. There is no extra charge for anything else at that experience. And it is a two-day experience where they will let you package it with other Disney resort hotels. So they have specifically said you cannot stay there for more than three nights at all. Right. So they've definitely got a written story. I kind of think of those old school R.L. Stein books where it's like, if you want to do this, turn to page 10. Yes. If you want to do this, turn to page 58. And it's kind of like they're bringing that to life with Star Wars. And I think it could work. And they're using the cruise style where, you know, you pay to go on a cruise, all your food's included. Your alcohol, sadly, isn't. But all your food's included, all of your shows are included, your meet and greets, everything else, all included. It's just entertainment everywhere whenever you want it. Yeah, I. it's, I mean, and we've kind of said it with all of this anyway. It's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Well, everything that they're, I mean, really, everything that they rolled out over the weekend is just a game changer for right. everybody and everybody's just watching going, okay, so let's see how they do it. And then let's see what we can try and accomplish right. ourselves. I, I think the problem I'm going to have with star Wars, like we've mentioned, both mentioned it and then maybe we, neither of us will ever get to do it because of the price point, but I don't know that the price point is really fitting for everyone i think they need a nicer price point maybe with less of the experience yeah something that but i will say and this is the vibe going around even in florida even among the annual pass holders and it's definitely going around california where their annual pass holders have basically been their highest level annual pass holders have been told give us half of your yearly income or you're not coming to the park christmas (laughs) week i mean they've basically been told that uh Disney is trying to definitely find a target market, and it's not the middle class. Uh, you are you are spot on. It's I, I, it's sad, which, because... which is why I'm. I mean, that's why Dollywood is such a perfect fit for me and my you know my wife and my son, my nieces and my parents. Not just because it's four hours away, but it's not. I I don't feel that. Right. I don't have to save up for eight years to go and for then one week. Yeah. And or then for two and then, nights. <laughs> and then be broke in those eight years that you're saving up and say, okay, we can't go to Dollywood. We can't do this. <laughs> we can't do that because we're saving for this one week. And then when you get down there, they go, well, uh, welcome, but half of our stuff is under refurbishment. Right. Right. Now, having lived there, I understand that, but still, it's like one of those things. I definitely understand that. The other side of the thing, too. And I feel like, you know, to close on that, too, Universal needs to be careful because they're building another park. And I think they're going to get too big for their britches too quick. They're going to raise their prices just as bad as, as they, Disney has. And yeah, they're going to price themselves. Orlando's tourism is going to tank. And if they're not careful, it's going to happen right in this supposed recession that is coming. Well, I was going to say the the tourism itself, if you watch any 
hotel trends. I'm a hotel nerd, FYI. It's there's a whole there's a trend where everything is kind of stopping Mm -hmm. and almost in some cases reversing. So, yeah, tourism is kind of on this thing, which is scary for a place like Universal and Disney that's going because Orlando overall. Yeah. And then so how many of these projects will even come to fruition? If, right. if something happens, but right. I'm yeah. Universal's best bet is to not raise too high. Right. You, they need to bank on everybody who can't afford going to Disney. And that's what they've always done. Universal. Right. And I think, I think since wand boy showed up <laughs> many years ago, Universal ha- feels like they're on Disney's level and I'm sorry to say it. They're not, they're not there yet. And they don't, they don't need to be there. They Disney. don't need to be. You're and right. They're building. I mean, they're building better immersive environments. They're building. You know, to me, Harry Potter is still a better immersive environment than what Galaxy's Edge is. However, you know, they don't. They don't want to be. They don't need to get too far into where Disney is because. Right. There was a time when I moved to Florida. Universal was a ghost town, and that was before Harry Potter, of course. And it was a ghost town, and I remember thinking, wow. You know, there was a time at Universal when I worked there, too. They basically told us, they go, you know, make sure everybody has a wonderful Halloween Horror Nights because Halloween Horror Nights pays for us to operate this resort the rest of the year. I believe that. So two months of a Halloween event pays for everything else on property. It ain't like that anymore. No. Harry Potter pays for everything. But they need to keep their roots, though, and do the opposite of what Disney's doing. Do your more adult attractions like the Halloween Horror Nights and stay with it. But be careful because it's – or if they start going under, you know what's going to happen. Disney's going to come knocking at the door. Hey, guess what? We've got some money we want (laughs) to give to you. (laughs) We're looking to expand a little bit more. Yeah, watch out. So, yeah, I mean, and to your point with the tourism thing, I actually have – Somebody I do follow on Twitter is like in the big uh, visit Orlando campaign, yeah. And she even posted that they had a a conference call and things were already looking to level off. And then you know here we are about a month later after I think she tweeted that, and now we're talking about all of these new things coming. And I'm going wait wait this doesn't. But there, I mean, let's put it this way, though. Universal started the fight again. Universal built Harry Potter. They started the fight up. Disney went, oh, crap. We're yeah. actually losing too much to them. And Disney started building again. So the, the theme park wars are on. Now it's just going to be, you know, the theme park wars were on, dare I say, they were on before 9-11. And 9-11 happened. Yeah. And everything crashed apart. And then, you know, they were on again in the 2000s. And... Or like 2006, seven, you know, when the housing market went under and yep. everything crashed again. So, you know, here we go again. Everybody's building. And then how much, like you said, how much is this is going to be halfway done or going to be, okay, we're already too far into it. Let's finish as cheaply as possible. Sorry, we can't put the Walt statue in Epcot. We just have to cut funds. Yeah. Honestly, I think <laughs> Walt would be okay with that. <laughs> I think I think Walt would be just fine saying, you know what? Don't even include me. Don't. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> he, he's like, I'll just stay at Magic Kingdom. This is enough of a dumpster fire. Let's yes. just stay over here. Yes. Just. It's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to move me. It's okay. <laughs> I'm very happy where I am. Uh, <laughs> quit using me as an icon. And well, Walt would have wanted this. No, we don't even know what Walt would have wanted because Walt would. Didn't even have a smartphone because he was nowhere near that generation. Yeah. So you don't know what Walt would have wanted. Would, would Walt <laughs> Disney have been on Facebook? Maybe. Maybe he'd have been that kind of guy commenting on people's stuff. But we don't know. <laughs> so, well, on that fun note, uh, I think we're going to wrap right. this up. <laughs> uh, so, Justin, you are free to promote yourself for a minute if you would like to. Oh, well. Uh, first, thanks for having me on again. I oh, had a blast last time. Had a blast this time. It it's fun just to talk about all kinds of different things because there's all kinds of things to talk about. But I, again, I'm Justin with Snapshots Made Yesterday. You can find me at SnapshotsMadeYesterday.com or on Twitter, Snapshots Made. 
and Facebook and Instagram is the same long name. Perfect. All right. And my name is Jim, as always. I am the very opinionated, overly opinionated, any opinionated uh, person from wildgravitytravels.com. I'm the guy behind the camera looking at track construction and always, as always, not trespassing or causing any sort of mayhem on the midways. Uh, thanks again for tuning in and listening to this long extended special edition episode with Justin. And again, thank you, Justin, for, for joining in. I really do appreciate it. Uh, we, I had will, fun. we will talk to you guys next time and uh, probably be discussing Six Flags, I would say, at that point. Uh, it might just be me, but we'll see uh, if anybody wants to come talk. So stay tuned and listen for next time. Thanks again for listening. Have a good one, everyone.